Hello, and welcome to Fireside Friends. This is episode 37. My name is Alan Ibrahim, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Ryan Prasad. Hello, it's me, it's Ryan. I'm here. I'm sorry I didn't tell you that episode. (laughs) We were on before we record, but... No matter how prepared I am, I always forget the episode number. Yeah. What's special about 37? I don't know. It costs Um, $37 Yeah, a lot mm. of things cost thirty-seven dollars. Yeah, like a like a six-pack of beer branded beer or f- food branded food. Thirty-seven is the age of the fictional character that I just made up. Oh, what's their backstory? They're thirty-seven. Oh man, <laughs> you know that? That's what Philip K. Dick said. Was he said write the age first, and then the story tells itself, basically. Yeah, they're thirty-seven and they're white. That's all I got. Wow. You yeah. wrote, whoa, you wrote every video game. I'm cool. pulling out all the stops. Yeah. No. I'm <laughs> hire me Valve. <laughs> Fire me to not help you make games. Yeah. Aw. Um, we are in a good mood tonight. We're all having fun. Ryan, what have you been up to in the last uh two weeks? Uh I I didn't tell you this, but I withdrew from a course. Oh shit. My classes. Well, you did tell me this. I did? Mm-hmm. Why did I tell you this? When we played, like, t- the first time you and I played Titanfall together. Right, right. Okay, yeah. And you were like, it made my life less stressful, and I was so yeah. happy about that. like to be not stressed out every day, so that's nice. But yeah, I guess we did play Titanfall. What, have you played any more Titanfall since we played it? We, we played it twice now. We played once together, and we yeah. played once with the, with the squad. Yep. And that game seems pretty good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I have my own copy of that game now, so... Oh, we can we can finally play again. Just on my hard drive forever. Yep. Fantastic. All right, great. Yep. Uh, I was gonna st- I was gonna go or, into like, what's or it until like? PSN dies. Whatever comes first. According to my friends who never got Playstations, it died when it went down that day in like 2011 and never yep. came back. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know that was my junior prom. Really. Yeah, we like came home from junior prom. We're like, oh, let's just like like eat some snacks and like play video games. And the PSN was just down. <laughs> it really sucked. Yeah, no, I remember that being that happening. And then I I got they like offered free games and I bought Wipeout. So that was nice. Yes, everyone got Wipeout. Wipeout's the best. And like Little Big Planet. Yep. Yes, Not very good the best, stuff. But no, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. You know what is the best? It is the movie that we watched for this hey, episode. Hey, no, 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 no. Want to get right into we it? We got to ask about you. Oh, how are you? Oh, What's, what do you do? Yeah, um, I'm I'm just knee deep in school and work at this point, mostly school, which is interesting. I started uh, like tweeting about it, um, which is a lot of fun. Just to be like, here's me chronicling how hard it is to be a student mm-hmm. as a 23 year old going to college. It's weird. Everyone's younger than you. Uh, yeah. I went to a pre-dental society meeting, and on one hand, it was really nice to see all the youth be like, Hold I'm going to do this. Wait, is pre-dental society an actual thing, or is it a cult? Uh, yes to both. Okay. Absolutely. Um, there was a blood sacrifice, and then we all just like made synthetic teeth. It was really cool. <laughs> I had a good time. Good. <laughs> um, Tis the season. No, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was, it was super like the period time appropriate. Um, the young kids were all like, I'm going to be great. And all the older kids were like, this is fucking hard. You're like, get ready to just, (laughs) just be sad. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and then I, I don't know. I was still older than the oldest people there. So I felt kind of weird, but Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be something I want to go to more often just to like meet the people and, and make connections, you know? Mm -hmm. 
I never did that when I was in undergrad. I didn't go to clubs. That was weird. Yeah, well, the, I, I have a hard time doing that because professors tell you to do that. And when professors tell you to network, it just makes you not want to network. Yes, exactly. Like, oh, this is important. This is integral. This is this is your career. You're, this is important to your career. And you're just like, that shouldn't be the Fuck case. That. That, <laughs> this seems like a broken system. Right, that I have to go do extra. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, the like crux of all of this going back to college stuff for me has been it turns out most of the stuff professors tell you in, in college is actually good advice and I never took any yeah. of it well yeah they're professors yeah they've done they've been around like, the block I I took a midterm this week and I just now realized that my professor is the person who broke the textbook I was like oh oh shit you're a professor of course yeah <laughs> um I have professors that have like, they were like, we're, we're going to, like, I took genetics over the summer and they're like, here's all this genetic research happening. Also, we did this upstairs. Right. <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> very cool. Yeah. They're like, just because there's like a lab and stuff. It was, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's what I got going on. It's, it's the season. It's getting, yep. it's getting spooky. Yep. And the month of October, what better movie to start with than a wacky 80s comedy? Ryan, do you want to get right into it? Let's do some crimes. this episode of fireside friends ryan and i watched the 1984 comedy crime sci-fi satire uh movie repo man which was written and directed by alex cox and it stars emilio estevez harry dean stanton and a lot of white people um (laughs) but uh we mostly well why ryan you picked this film why did we watch this i picked this film mostly because uh people recommended it in light of harry dean stan passing passing away uh which was very sad and so i just wanted to i had i've heard things about repo man and i was interested in it so why not why not honor harry dean stan and take time out to watch this movie and what an amazing film to honor him with like oh my just okay i'll let's just say right from the top if you have any interest in in this film it's just i'm telling you like it's a wacky 80s comedy watch it and then listen to this episode because we cannot explain how fully amazing it is yep uh it's such a joy after last episodes like father john misty dump fest that we get to watch something that i was shocked how much i liked Mm -hmm. i was honestly come expecting it to be like kind of dull and like it starts so normally it's just like here's this toilet boy he is a shitty crime guy. Uh, well, let's back up. No, though. no, no. Yeah, you're right. First because the scene... opening of this film is actually really good. Yes, you're right. It's like a cop stopping uh, 
this man who I guess it's ambiguous as to who he actually is. We know that he's uh, a scientist of some sort uh, who has been working on bombs or some type of radiation. But a cop pulls him over, he opens the trunk, and his body just disintegrates. (laughs) And then the dude just drives away. It's a good opening. And I was expecting, I was like, oh, is this going to be sci-fi and weird? And then the movie, like, forgets that premise for, like, half an hour. Kind and of. It just, it's, because, it's like, here's Emilio Estevez getting into the crime world. And I was like, oh, is this a crime movie? Like, dull. But no, there is a meaningful B-plot in this film about, um, well, it becomes the A-plot, about this uh, Chevy Malibu uh, car, which is being basically stolen back and forth like a game of Monopoly yeah. by just all these idiot bumbling criminals back and forth throughout the whole background of the movie. Yeah. So you have Emilio Estevez as Otto, which is it's you so never really see characters good. named Otto. It's a really good name for what that character is. And they even say that they're like Otto, like Otto something, and he's like, "Shut up." Yeah. <laughs> you got the name right. They did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just busy like being the worst, and he quits his job in a cool way like he cusses out the boss and then his friend is like is it cool is it cool (laughs) james was always cool ryan (laughs) it's more just like he said fuck you and then walked away it's cool for like a 15 year old (laughs) Uh, he just cusses and then he he leaves and he's like fuck you i'm out flips off the cop like a cool guy yeah and then he is he is on his own and then harry dean stands like hey kid Come steal this car. Or basically, no, he says, like, like, my wife is pregnant and needs to be, go to the hospital. Please steal this car. Yeah. And he's like, uh, 10 bucks? Sure. And then he's like, bump it up to 25. And then he's, man, man, the, the, the conversion rate in this movie of money is amazing. It's ridiculous. Also, Otto goes, yeah, where's your wife? And he's just like, yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> worry about that later. She can take. Was she can take a cab. She's good for it. She's good. <laughs> Even though he asked you to steal a car for the purpose of transporting his wife. That right. Exist. Exactly. Yeah, right. His story just collapses instantly. And he's like, I think this is actually a life of crime. I've been introduced to. <laughs> yep, that's the line. Classic line. From Classic the film Repo, Repo Man, Man opening line. Oh, I, I got this- myself in a little situation over here. <laughs> <laughs> wacky uh. little scenario my favorite thing about Otto the character is that he never says no to anything he's just such a yes man he says no to the man man <laughs> he says no he says no to society and it's corporate branding of everything being named exactly what it is Yep. <laughs> which by the way before we forget I thought that was just a joke of like they don't have the money for any branding but I guess that's like the Safeway generic brand uh, branding is or it, really? it was in the 80s. Huh. So it's okay. just supposed to be like a joke of like, it's California, everything's generic brand or something. Yeah, I thought Yeah, I thought it was going for like a they live sort of thing. Right. I think it's partly that too because it's like right. completely prevalent through the whole film that they do that. Yep. Uh, it's kind. Of, it gives it a cool vibe. There is a lot of like cool background stuff in this movie. Um, but like early on when they first start hanging out, Bud and Otto. Uh, Bud. Fucking Bud. Bud. Gotta love Bud. Uh, Bud's like, oh, you know, you're the only, you only, you're now the only repo man I know who doesn't do speed. And then Otto goes, speed, huh? Cut to we are doing <laughs> speed. Yeah. Just like hard drugs <laughs> while There's driving. A lot of fast. good cuts in this movie. It is, yeah. It, it like a lot of the humor is just like 
hilarious like almost like family guy s cuts but to the future instead of yeah. flashbacks sure um yeah. but like actually very funny not which is not family guy right um it's not and it, yeah so edgy he's cartoons this... not this is not that family guy probably referenced this movie at some point in some dumb way maybe probably. it's in that is in that wheelhouse get it wheelhouse uh um so, so basically uh, <laughs> so uh moving on moving right along Otto is is getting into this life of crime and him and, and Bud are having you know adventures who's not a family guy Otto He's <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> He doesn't make anybody laugh and cry I had to remember the lyrics there Wow for a <laughs> wow It took me a second He doesn't like watch sex on TV That's the only <laughs> lyric I know There's totally the sex first one There's sex in this movie is there kind of kind of yeah. kind of he we'll uh, get into that in a minute we'll just freak i just i interrupted you very he's rudely. so i just the pace that i'm we're doing this podcast at is like what the movie is which is just non-stop like here's a new character here's a joke here's a new thing uh just moving and moving and moving yeah, like but you were describing Otto. what were you gonna say right him? i was saying Otto is getting to this life of crime and then he meets this girl um and that's sort of the intersection well, of the a &E it's plot. like a life of legal crime because they're technically with the police but they do things in a very shady way they're basically stealing cars from people who uh haven't paid off their car debt i don't actually know the proper terminology for this but people owe money they've taken the cars that's all that's a basic premise and right they, they're, they're loose about it they're dealing with the inter the point of society where it's like you had like eight chances to pay off your car bill and then you didn't. And now like a yeah. strong man has to come and take it. That's their job. Yep. Which is like the premise of a billion reality shows. Right. Right. <laughs> or like foreclosure houses, like same thing. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's sort of what they do. And they have all these different like little vignette scenes where um, again, one of my favorite ones is when he goes to the, the old black woman's house and he's like trying to strong arm her without actually physically doing anything. And he's yeah. like, I'm just going to take your car. And then she's like, oh, I guess you will. And then her, like, six beefy sons come well, home. He and he's says like, he doesn't want to take the car, so uh, he will come back another time. But then he tries to steal the car anyway. And then he gets owned. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like, all right, well, uh, I'm going to run away from this situation. He gets owned by, like, a jazz group that walked into the house. Yeah, yeah, when I say strongman, <laughs> I mean, like, they're just, like, tough dudes. But they're also just jazz. They're like a jazz band. Yeah. And uh he like tries to steal the car it's uh elevated so he can't move it and then they just come in and beat the sh like with instruments <laughs> beat the crap out of him yeah. Otto gets beat up a lot in this movie <laughs> yeah i know um he takes a lot of shit and he drinks a lot of beer a lot of people introduce scenes by being like hey you want a beer and he's like i'm not 20 he's like i'm 21 and then they're like are you yeah. and the payoff of that is like when the technology computer at the end is looking him up it says like age 21 correction actual age 18 <laughs> right like Otto's age and his whole like you are so young to be doing the stuff that you're doing right now buddy like <laughs> right yeah no no actual life experience um he we also meet his parents in a really weird scene yeah uh, that, that I liked yeah where they're just smoking weed and watching they're, an evangelist like right. take all their money yeah, pretty much. Like, they donated all their money to whatever the hell Christianity thing they were into uh, instead of, like, paying for Otto's college, which is fair. I mean, he didn't want to go to college anyway, so. Right. He clearly wasn't going to. He was straight up saying, like, you said you'd give me $1,000 if I went to college, which, again, 
a thousand dollars right i wish it cost a thousand dollars to go to college that's Whoops. what i'm saying the, like the whole crux of this movie is like you can't take this car the police need this car it's worth twenty thousand right. dollars and i'm like that's what a nothing car! that is one semester that is like a one year of college <laughs> like <laughs> yeah seriously it's unbelievable yeah. the how how crazy inflation got after the 80s um yeah. but the, yeah so they're like weird and that's the only moment you see of that so it's sort of like kingdom hearts where it's like don't worry about the parents we have an adventure to go on <laughs> Repo Man was. I am. I can. I can firmly state that I'm the first person on this planet to ever say Repo Man is just like Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) I'm positive of that. Yeah. Uh, And so yeah, I had a conversation recently where we talked about how uh, one of like the Matrix sequels should have been like Kingdom Hearts, where you don't see Neo. But you're following another character, and Neo is just like on the fringes of the plot, like Kingdom Hearts a... is to Mickey Mouse. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. It is a good idea. I know. Oh, I mean, the Animatrix is that. I haven't seen the Animatrix. The Animatrix is real good. We should maybe watch that someday. Um, he also meets a girl, and she's she's fun. She's kind of like spunky and exciting, and she's, she's like fun. But the movie doesn't give her a lot to do, and that's no. a real, that's a bummer. She's basically there to forward the kind of ufo like alien plot and then to be someone who Otto wants to fuck and that's kind of it right exactly she and, and then he does like yeah. he goes to her work and takes his pants off and he's like let's fuck and she's like no gross and then he, yeah ugh. like yeah, two seconds later she's like want to get in my get in your car and like, the fact that it works like oh <laughs> i don't think it works that time i think it works for the first time or it works the first time the you're same, right i'm getting yeah. the time the things mixed up yeah um yeah, that their relation their relationship is weird. I just like her as like a visual character because she's yep. got like cool hair and it's a cool like, look. Yeah, she's got a great eighties look. A lot of amazing yeah. fashion in this movie. Um, and she is like hiding because people are trying to kill her because she, she has pictures of aliens that isn't really brought up again. Right. Clearly, the aliens thing and the radiation car thing have to do with each other, maybe. Yeah. But like, yep. She, and she, she knows the driver of that car, so clearly they're connected. Yes. Uh, and also, this is in the IMDb trivia, but, like, the first scene in the movie takes place in... Because this movie takes place in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and that first part's, like, in the desert. So someone was like, ah, Area 51. <laughs> it lines up. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of her relationship with the guy in the car, a really good scene where they're talking in a payphone. And he's coming out backwards, like a Twin Peaks episode. And then she's like, I can't hear you. Are you using a scrambler? And then it cuts to him. And he's like, What? I'm using a scrambler. <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm using I'm using a scrambler. And then she says, look out, and he hears her perfectly, and then <laughs> yeah. like jumps out of the way from a car speeding at them. That was weird. I, don't, I didn't understand the concept of a scrambler. I guess maybe that's a real piece of technology. I have no idea what's uh, going on there. I have it was one of those really funny. I have one of those megaphones that changes the pitch of your voice if you talk into it. I got it from like a TJ Maxx for like $5. Ooh. I don't know if it still works. I would bring it, but it would, no way it would sound good on a podcast. Um, <laughs> so a bunch of other stuff happens. The the it kind of like takes court place over the course of like a day. So the movie like gets darker over right. time, and we're introduced to these like two Mexican uh, brothers. I don't, I don't know think if it's, it's one a day because it's like maybe a week because it's like there's definitely like nighttime scenes and then back to morning. Throughout. So yeah, yeah. But we're introduced to these two brothers, and they're like robbing gas stations and. Yeah recurring really funny jokes about like convenience store robberies where they like 
stick up a guy and they're like, ha, I did it. And we're like talking about stuff. And then, uh, or, or it's like Otto and Bud are just at the gas station buying like beer. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, have a good day. And then like three criminals pop out from under him and they've had guns pointed at him. Well, okay. They're not, they're not the brothers though. They're different. So the brothers I think are it's two different criminal groups. Yes. So the, the, the people who robbed the convenience store repeatedly are Otto's friends, former friends before he joined up with uh, the cops, basically. Um, right. And they, you know, do they rob convenience stores with guns uh, and get up to all sorts of crimes. Uh, and then the brothers, I don't know, I don't remember their last names offhand, but they are a, I guess they're. I can't. I can't tell if they were also people who took cars or they were a gang. I guess it wasn't made clear to me. Um, yeah, their yeah, role they're, wasn't. They're, I just. I really liked the the three criminals a lot. Yeah. No. Otto's f- friends are. We could. We could get into that a bit later. But uh, it is the the Estevez brothers. No. That's wrong. The I was looking brothers? at Emilio Estevez. Yeah. And I, uh, what? Who has, who has a brother? Well, I'm mad that I don't know the name of the brothers, but they were introduced pretty early on. And yeah, Harry Dean Stanton talks about how they're pieces of shit and at some point gets into a race with them and it's this big thing. Uh, oh, Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, there's some good races, good like like neck and neck, like hey, we're like driving against each other. Yeah, fun fun car scenes, and then even like again, the movie's like self aware enough to know. Uh, there's a scene where it's just like something out of an old noir movie or like one of those types of stories where they're driving under one of those Los Angeles bridges where it's full of water, right. and it's like Bud and and uh, and Otto, and then they finish. It's against those guys, yep. and then he's like, "Whoa, that was like something out of an action movie." Yep. <laughs> And I know that she's really corny, but I like it when movies do that <laughs> that line. Yeah. But yeah, the brothers, the the shitty teens that are criminals. Those are the folks that play right now. All have weirdly vague accents. Like the girl is definitely British. Yep. The dumb guy always sounds like dubbed six times louder than everyone else. Even when he's in the background. Yeah. A There's a ton point. of dubbing, but that's like an 80s thing is like they didn't yep. always get good audio. Mm-hmm. So they just dubbed over like half the movie. Yeah. Um, I used to watch a lot of 80s movies and that was why this movie was fun for me too. was like I expected it to just be like run of the mill, like 80s action film. And then it just kept descending into like weird comedy and then eventually like yeah. pretty hard sci-fi. Like it really just goes places. Um, and has these characters that are like pretty likable too, even though some of them like say really terrible things. Um, mm. Like Otto is clearly like a uh, like sexual assaulting, shitty, like semi racist, like not cool dude at all. But I just can't help but enjoy like watching him either get beat up or like get into these crazy situations and then figure out how he's gonna get out of it. Like it's just super. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's a he's, he's, a, he's just stumbling into into stuff. Okay. Um. But to get back to like the thing that we liked about this movie, I think Harry Dean Stanton like really brings it too. He's just he's so good. He's so good. He's a good like loose cannon. Doesn't wants to leave his work, uh, but is also somewhat comfortable. Uh, but also tries to play up the fact that he's really tough uh, and knows his shit 
and it's just really nice. It's fun to watch. It's it's him, and then what I liked about him was also his dynamic with the other Repo Men. Yeah. Who who don't get a ton of time, but every time they are on screen, it's just like, man, these are all like fun friends. And there's like the cop who's actually the worst cop in the world. There's the guy who wears gloves. They're not very identifiable. No. Um, and then there's like the the stoner guy who ends up becoming the hero of the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. In a, in a real funny moment. Uh, and I think there's other ones, but that's and then there's like their cool secretary who you think is unimportant. She just like buzzes people in. Yeah, she's cool. I liked her. Yeah, she's super cool. There's all again all these like background characters. You're like, whoa, what? What's your situation? You like got yeah. to do stuff. You're not just a you're not just a one like every one off character like gets used in some way. Yeah, uh, but then and, yeah. So throughout the movie, we see like one off scenes, vignettes, like you mentioned, of you know Otto going out with uh, various repo men and hijacking cars and such. I think my favorite one is when uh, one of the guys hands Otto a fake rat, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, this is good job. This is gonna be this is gonna be smooth. Guaranteed, this, this good works plan. every time." And he just walks up to the woman in the car and just throws the rat at her, <laughs> and, and she's like, he, "She pepper sprays him. <laughs> like, just... what did you think was going to happen? What, what, like?" piece of the puzzle did you think you unlocked that she's gonna be like oh, right the rat she just goes or that's like stupid what, sprayed what was your concept of how things happen were yeah oh i'm just gonna pull this rat out and throw it at you <laughs> because his face in that scene was just like oh oh <laughs> that i forgot happened. like remembering that real life exists yep yeah seriously <laughs> it's oh really my God. good and uh so in the background of all this stuff happening we're getting the introduction of, and I don't have a lot to say about any of this, but like, there's a lady with a metal hand, yeah, and yep. a torture group, and there's like the government who every time right. someone dies, they come in the background and like erase mm-hmm. them, yep. Uh, which I guess maybe they're the real repo men, they're repossessing humans. Ooh, Ooh. Uh, that's my spooky twist. And then it turns out that they are like the group that's trying to steal back the radiation car, and it gets stolen back and forth like six times because everyone's incompetent. Because it's, it's worth $20,000. $20,000. Uh, and then they finally... I think To be car. fair, that's more money than I have. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let me, so let's look at my bank account. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Take out a lot of zeros. Yeah, we have all these like weird people from the government that are working in like erasing crimes, and it's really weird. And then it turns out that they're looking for the car. And that eventually leads to Otto and his group of people also finding this car. Which every time people open the trunk, uh, radiates them, and also it's really hot. It's like a very yeah. hot car. It's a, it's a hot car. You get that dumb scene, yeah, where they're like, it's a, hot, no, it's a hot car." Yeah. Uh, eventually, they're like, "Why? What's like? What's going on with this car? Like, let's figure something out." And one of the three criminals is like, "The the three the three teen criminals are." Yeah. Well, it was it. so. This is after one of the best scenes in the entire film. And we need to talk about it before we talk about anything else. Okay, which scene is it? The scene in the club, the red-tinted room, where one of the criminals licks the glove from the woman's hand, the FBI woman, whatever. Yes. Uh, and then... Oh, uh, to like kiss the hand, loser, yeah. Yep. And then loser teen is like, let's go do some crimes. And then 
one of the funniest things I've ever seen on film was the band playing. <laughs> and then the guy just going with like very half heartedly, just like, skip me to do bop bop. <laughs> it, it was it, very good. It looked like the, the like screen direction said, like, enjoy the music. <laughs> Yeah, and it w- it was clearly dubbed because his <laughs> his mouth did not match those words, no, and yeah. I love it so much. The dubbing of this movie borders on like different language, like maybe it was like recorded in a different language or something. It's so much, especially in scenes like that. Oh my god, yeah. it's so funny. This this I couldn't have possibly taken notes on all of the weird like funny. There's a lot of moments. Yeah, um, that's why I yeah. say that people should just watch the film because it's incredible. They leave the club. Yep. Uh, they they meet uh, the man that because they stole his car. Yep. The man so they with meet fun him He was look. He's looking for his car. He's, he's taking it back. Um, I talk about the teens. Talk about how it's their car now. Whatever. Uh, and the guy's like, "Well, you don't know what's in the trunk." And then uh, one of the shitty teens tries to open the trunk, but it's too hot. And he eventually opens it, and there's a like a light because when you open the trunk, there's just like fucking light. It's the uh, Pulp Fiction then, light. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's accurate. It's the um, MacGuffin, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then so the British lady goes to close the trunk, um, and then I think the third shitty teen is like mocking them about having not opened the trunk, and then he goes to open it and is eviscerated, and. That is when shitty teen number one says, or no, British shitty teen is yep. like, let's go do some crimes. And then sh- other shitty teen is like, let's go buy some sh- sushi and not pay for it, which <laughs> is great. It's the definition of crime. <laughs> That's how illegal works. It's a really good, like, mm. chunk of this movie. <laughs> they just want to do crime. Like, everyone's just earnest about doing crimes. It was honestly moments where I was like, is everybody in this universe a criminal? Kind of. Yes. Like, but buying sushi and not paying for it is the best definition of a crime. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's one one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I just yeah, there's like a lot of different. Th- this is a part of the movie where I kind of lost me, where it's like, uh, Bud dies like twice, like gets shot in a convenience store, and then he's not dead, and then that shootout's really good though. It is a great shootout. Really good. It's they beautifully go, shot, actually. It's like very yeah. Cool. They go to rob the convenience store again, and Otto and uh, I'm just gonna call him Harry Dean. They're there, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they get into a shootout. I forget who shoots first. I think it's one of the teens, maybe, because of the cops also there. Right, the bad yeah, one of the bad cops. But yeah, Harry Dean gets shot. Uh, one of the shitty teens dies. The cop gets does the cop get shot. Cop gets shot. I think everybody gets shot. Literally, everyone. store owner also pulls out a gun, and then gets shot by the girl. It's really good, yeah. And then stupid uh, Otto is like, "Hey, do you want to be in a relationship?" <laughs> She's like, well, no, "No, that was before. That was before they go in." Oh um, no, and no, it's like, yeah, everybody is doing it. Let's settle down. I want you to have my child. No, yeah, that that was the scene that guaranteed that that guy was gonna die, and then he he has that like incredibly right. overdramatic death scene where he's like, "It's really good," where he's like, "I." <laughs> I blame society for the situation that I'm in. Yeah, that's when he's trying to get political for five minutes. It's like, <laughs> like you're no, he's like, no, you're a suburban youth. Like, you're a suburban white dude. Yeah, you don't no, get to... that was the moment where you understood that. Which I don't know if that's in character for Otto because he's a fucking idiot. But right. 
the part where he's just like, no, you're in a white suburban punk. Like, this is your, this is on you. Yeah. And that's definitely where the movie is, like, completely satire at this point. It's just like, this isn't even yeah. trying to be take itself too seriously. But it's a really ridiculous shootout. It's... Yes. And again, like, yeah, it's just super, like, loud and everyone, like, slams against the walls. And uh, But I thought it was really, like, beautiful to watch. I would rewatch just that scene for fun because it's, like, very cool. Um, and then I like how Harry Dean getting shot. It's just like, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I got like, shot. I fell into some bottles. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, like it's an inconvenience because he doesn't die. He like he gets... doesn't die till the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in the hospital, and then it's like this weird. He's in Laura the hospital Palmer. watching the news, and the news is like a very unquestioned thing has happened. This someone stole this woman's car, uh, and it's the alien car. Um, but yeah, they go to the hospital at some point. I think, I think the torture stuff happens before they go to the hospital, yep. though, because at some point after the shootout, uh, the FBI, whatever the hell organization this is, uh, basically captures Otto and makes like questions him about the car. He doesn't know where the car is, and they torture him, uh, and then eventually, <laughs> eventually, the people from the car place. Uh, break in and take Otto back and then they go to the hospital. What did you think of the torture scene? It was like the Stanford prison experiment. Okay. That's what they were going for. Where they're like, the girl has to press the button and she's like, no, he doesn't need it. And she's like, press the button. <laughs> she's like, alright. <laughs> Crank yeah. the voltage up. That was weird. That came out of nowhere, honestly. Uh, well, they had a throwaway line about torture earlier where she was like, I torture somebody. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. I, d- I do remember okay. that scene. I was like, what? That's alright. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, so they get she gets tortured, or he got yeah, Emilio Estevez's character gets tortured a bunch, and he's like, I actually don't know where the guy is. I think Bud stole it. And you do get this is where I mean, like, what is it? it's not Laura Palmer, but who's the lady that's in the hospital for a bunch of Twin Peaks? What is it? Teresa Banks? No, not Teresa Banks. Oh my god! Wait, what do you? What There's are you like you know about? the scene where someone's in the hospital and then like Bob comes into the hospital. This is in the is- series. Yeah, well, what what are you referring to though? Is it, like an actor that was also in Twin Peaks, or no, no, just like that. It's that type of scene where there everyone's right. like, we need her to talk, and it's like, no, yeah, but she's no. unconscious. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then that's... he wakes up and he's like, I know what to do, and steals the ghost car. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, robs it, goes into the the like underground uh, parking lot, takes it, drives away, and everyone starts chasing him. And there's like, it becomes like a Grand Theft Auto game. And there's like helicopters and yeah. 10 different Everybody criminal groups. slowly realizes that he no, he's the only person who knows where the car is and there's action scenes around chasing that car or tracking it down that's that's a lot and uh you start just like getting weird reintroductions to characters from earlier like he, the guy's friend is in the hospital briefly but he's like nearly yeah. dead he's just under a wrap somewhere He's like, oh, that's my right. friend. Anyways, <laughs> right? That came out of nowhere, and he's just like Otto, and then Otto's just like, nope, not him. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you. Never. <laughs> yeah. There's just yeah. There's a bunch of like, oh, it's that guy. Uh, okay, we're moving right along, and yep, we're driving right along, and then we get back to the the lot where the the Repo Man lot, and everything kind of happens at once. The movie just kind of flies into the sky. The movie, like the car, flies into the sky and goes off on its own. This car has been getting more and more powerful over time, and its radiation has increased to the point where it's literally like a bad filter of glow on top of it. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like one of those little... glow-in-the-dark stickers. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like such a... I think I know how they did the effect is it's just like you copy over the film reel with that coloring. Mm. Um, 
but it looks fine and it looks it looks kind of cheesy and uh all of the like the government people try and like get into it and break into it and they're like this is an important car and they all get knocked back just get owned by it immediately and then uh everyone's like how are we gonna get in the car and then just the stoner guy can just get in the car on his own yeah he gets in he's like hi i'm also important in this movie for some reason yeah hops in the car and they're like what are you gonna do with it he's like gonna go for a joyride and then he loads up the car and it works. And then he's like, Otto, get with, get here with me. And everyone just like knows what's going on. Because the girlfriend is like, no, don't go with him. You were going to live with me. <laughs> right. I'm supposed to be in that car. Yeah. She's like, wait, what? Oh, I guess because she has history with that car. But it was so weird to me that she just like was on board with the craziness. It's not happening. because she had history with the car. It's because Otto ditched her for the car. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's just like. I fucking I, I was right to torture you all this shit yeah it's weird and they hop in the car and then he's like all right let's go and then the car flies into the, the car sky. flies away and it's that's, that's the movie but we skipped over harry dean stan's death in this film which is well Otto gets the car and he's just like we we just sell this car and you know get rid of it right and we could split it 60 40 <laughs> Wait, which then, one's the, he laughs he's like which, which one's 16 he's like well i did the work and then auto or bud pulls then, the gun well, out Otto's like, like well since i found it first i think and an harry dean stanton pulls, pulls out a gun like oh you get the 16 i think you should get the 16 great yeah and then a helicopter comes down and like start shooting the car and Otto's like no asshole has to, should die for over a car <laughs> and then he's just like you called me an asshole <laughs> And he like steps out of the car with a fucking pistol, even though a fucking helicopter is shooting with a machine gun. <laughs> it's like very like, come at me, come at me over the fucking car. Uh, and he gets shot a bunch, and then he like falls over. And then <laughs> I think his last line yeah. is really good. It's like I'd rather die standing up than on my knees or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something it's like really that. good. Super good way to go out. He he, he has yeah. the best death of anyone in this. Yeah, of all the weird casualties, it's just like, oh man, <laughs> freaking bud. That's real you know, good. You lovable dude. Yeah. And I, it is then that the end of it is them driving away the end of the movie. Yep. It like cuts no, away. They it go up the into space. the sky and then there's credits. The the credits do like a, a Star Trek thing and fade away to space. Yeah. It's pretty wild. <laughs> And then the best song starts playing, which is uh, a Repo Man by uh, uh, the, what are the guys called again? ZZ Top? ZZ Top. <laughs> they made a song for the movie. You we don't did. see that enough these days, like people making the song for the movie, named after the movie. What's the last time that happened? Wet Hot American Summer. Destiny. That's not a movie. <laughs> no, it's not, not a movie, and they don't name it after That's the actually movie. not right. I was just thinking of Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah, I'm always thinking about Paul McCartney. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I yeah, no, it's not a common thing anymore because it's corny as heck, and they they lean into it. Like yeah, the last unicorn. Oh, you're right. Oh, I missed the last. I want to watch that movie again. Oh, he's very good. Um, but yeah, that's it's an '80s thing. Is the point? Like this movie is so firmly in the '80s, making fun of stuff from the '80s, like just it's happy with itself all of its characters are weird and on board with its weirdness and it just kind of like leans into its itself and i like that about it a lot mm-hmm. i just think it's an incredibly earnest film even though like some of the humor is so dated and weirdly like bad and they have that whole scene about like 
John Wayne is a yeah, they say a bunch of slurs. That was bad. Yeah. Especially because that's no, the scene I, where you're supposed to be like, look at these fun criminals goofing right. off. Yeah, look at these fun criminals calling John Wayne a homophobic slur. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, just out of nowhere. Like, yeah, there's there's definitely jokes that are like you were supposed to find funny that yeah. I didn't because yeah. of stuff like that. And then like jokes that I couldn't tell if they wanted me to find it funny. But I was like, yep, <laughs> this is amazing. I do appreciate the fact that everybody calls each other a dildo. That's yeah. a good touch. You dildo. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of good names for each other. There's like a whole scene where one of the cops is like, "I've I've fought in wars. <laughs> you can't call me bad names because I'm yeah. Go- <laughs> I've lived They're longer. Just than like you. fuck you. Yeah, we flip off everybody in this movie. The first scene is the dude flipping. The second scene is like dude flipping off cops. Yeah, no respect for authority, which I respect. I respect the, their lack of respect. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think yeah, I think that puts a cap on Repo Man. Not a genetic opera. <laughs> no. Uh, is that really it? Did we talk about everything? It's a it's a very breezy ninety minutes. Yeah, it's like it's like barely over ninety minutes. It's very short, but there's a lot. There's it's a lot. it's super dense. Like there's no way we could hit every like amazing line or scene. Like you know, you mentioned the news stuff, and like every time someone listens to the news or the radio, it's completely relevant to what they're doing. <laughs> they're just yeah. like like run drive by like an exploding car, and then the the officers like a car exploded on the highway today. <laughs> they're like oh cool plot development when the parrots watch the tv they say they say something about communism i couldn't catch it that i didn't catch what they said exactly yeah you're right it's very much cold war era sort of things yep even Um, the like watch the hippie be uh the the like here at the end is kind of like very 80s right you know anti-establishment kind of thing yeah Otto is the kind of guy that wears crosses for earrings at the beginning of the movie right that's right. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah. I didn't like his look very much, but you're not supposed to. No, he's I just like, like a Beavis and Butthead character. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, the teen teen criminals best looks of the whole movie for sure. Yeah, I like the British woman's yep. look. It was she's really got like good. a she's got like storm mohawk. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would. I wonder what she's doing these days. I think. She's oh, in... here's a good line. Mm-hmm. There's a move. There's a point earlier on where Otto is about to, or he thinks he's about to have sex with this girl. <laughs> but the beginning of the scene is him folding his pants, and he just says, "Please excuse me while I fold my pants." <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Otto, it's Otto. He's accidentally polite sometimes. Oh my god! <laughs> She's just like, "What does it matter? <laughs> Why?" Uh, it's very silly. I loved it, honestly. It was really fun. Yeah, it made me sad about Harry Dean Stanton. What range, though, to go from Carl Rod to, or from this to Carl Rod in like a decade span? Yeah, and that's not even including everything else. Yeah, we should pull. We should actually pull up his IMDb, IMDb, and start reading things off. Yeah, I mean, what are like at least his top things, even because he was in. Yeah, he was in a lot. Yes, Alien. Duh. Oh, duh. Obviously. Come on. He was a security guard in the Avengers. Right. I forgot about that. He was in the Green he Mile. He was in the Alien Isolation video game because Alien. Was he really? Oh no, he was. That was like a big deal. He was, yeah. he was a really sad character in Green Mile. That movie's very sad. Um. Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. Or he Rango as a voice in Rango. Did you ever see the Rango? animated fit? No. It's kind of cool. It's not Is great. It? Well, it's got Johnny Depp in it, so I'm yeah. less inclined to see it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. 
um i just i saw that movie in theaters by myself and i was like this is a trip it's very it's weird there's a movie called the good life i've never heard of it and it's not the Weezer song or the sweary game. Or the oh, the sweary not game. Right. Aww. He was in Two and a Half Men. Really? Was he as a character? The third man? I don't know. Yeah, I think he, this is just a bit role. And all the lunch stuff, obviously, like Inland Empire. Still can't say that name right. The straight story, yeah, I think he was like the brother. He showed up at the end of the film. That was really sweet. Uh, Firewalk with me, obviously. Uh, yeah, the new 2017. Yeah, yeah. He had good moments in, in in that one. He's a lot nicer in the new Twin Peaks than yes. he is in Firewalk with me. But I also like his Firewalk with me cameo too. He's very understanding in yeah. uh, in in 2017. Ah, oh, is that what we call it now? Ugh. Understanding? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, what do we call Twin Peaks 2017? Oh. I mean, the DVD just says season three. Oh, okay, that's true. But yeah, there's a really good scene in season three where it's, uh, they live in a trailer park, so somebody had to sell his blood to uh, pay his bills, and Harry Dean is just like, "Don't you shouldn't don't have do to that. Sell your blood. Yeah, I like that scene a lot. It's re- it's a really good scene. He, he sings and plays the guitar. It's very nice. You know, that was actually him playing the guitar. Yep, man. Yeah, people has post when he passed. People posted like behind the scenes videos of that oh, scene jamming. and him singing. Oh, that's so nice! Yeah, it's very sweet. Well, rest in peace, Harry Dean Stan. You were a joy to see in everything. The Untouchables TV series from the sixties. Whoa! I'm I'm like all the way down this page. Of this <laughs> You've done the scrolling. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see what else I would want to point out. Hmm. It's uh, I yeah. It's I, a lot. There's a, a lot of movies it's a long on this career. list. Yeah. Twister. Oh, I forgot he was in Wild at Heart. Was he in Twister? Another Lynch. Yeah. He plays Cleveland. Should I watch Twister. Twister? I saw it while I was in school and I thought it was okay. He was in Down Periscope, which is apparently good. Um <laughs> I've heard of that movie actually. That's like a it's a wacky nineties comedy. It's that's him in like Kelsey Grammer. Ugh, yeah, he's in a bunch of movies with like old white dudes. <laughs> Great <Yeah>. work. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I, I think Rear Man is definitely a good like. Just watch him be angry and a little bit <laughs> like swear angry and just cursing. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that is gonna do it though for this episode. For sure, I think there's a, there's a I think one of his last films is called Lucky. And yeah. it stars him and David Lynch, which I think I should watch. Oh my god, yeah, that'll make you cry. Yeah. It would. It was <laughs> very sad. Yeah. So yeah, the two top build is Harry Dean and David Lynch. So I'm interested in seeing what that is. The, um, the spiritual journey of a 90 year old atheist is the description for this Uh-oh. movie. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Interesting. Yeah. Rest in peace, Harry Dean. I don't want to. I don't want to always have us do an episode when someone dies. I wish we could, you know, appreciate someone's work while they're still alive. But for sure. But this is, you know, you knew the day was gonna come, and it's sad that it came. <laughs> and so many people that were involved in in peak season three had died during or like right after filming. For but sure. Like, yeah. He passed away like 
you know, recently, like a couple weeks ago of this recording. So like yeah. it felt much more sudden and present that it happened. Yeah. But it was cool that he got to be in that series and have his character be as fun as it was blowing a whistle to summon a van. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Very good. Summoning yeah. whistles. They like Mar- it's like a Mario reference. Is it? No, like the warp whistle, Mario three. Oh. Yeah. I'll tell you when you're older. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's Repo Man. That's that movie. Do you wanna do some plugs? Let's do some plugs. Do you uh, want me to plug? We, do, we should plug the podcast first, right? Yes, definitely. We are Fireside Friends. You've listened to this on the Fireside Friends feed. You can find that at firesidefriends.net. When you when you type in firesidefriends.net it goes and hit enter, it goes to a website. That website is Abnormal Mapping. We are on the Abnormal Mapping Podcast Network. You should check out the other shows on there, including Abnormal Mapping, which is a podcast about video games. They talk about older stuff, and it's no discourse type. They just play some games and talk about them, and it's very chill and nice. Second Officer Slog is a Star Trek podcast. They read some bad Star Trek novels and watch some Star Trek tv episodes and talk about them they're also doing weekly episodes about star trek discovery which is the new star trek series so if you're watching that which you should because it's very good but it's very expensive but follow along with them it's very nice to have that uh and also if you're watching the orville which is the shitty ass transphobic seth farland step one don't don't watch that i don't know why you're watching that but uh m is watching that because they're an idiot so uh look forward to recaps of those episodes as well on that podcast um the amory score which is a coheed and cambria podcast hosted by jackson and molly uh they read shitty comic books of songs about it's the story of coed and cambria it's i don't it's bad it's bad but it's very good the story is bad the podcast is very good Mm -hmm. the great gundam project where they watch the patreon podcast they watch gundam and they talk about it and then goofstone is a mental health podcast but there hasn't been an episode of that recently so but it's good i like the gundam project also it's for i that's gotten me to watch old gundam is there an easy way to watch Gundam? Uh, no, not legally. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Cause not old Gundam. My partner has the DVDs, but yeah, word. That's the way to I'll do find, it. I'll find out some. I don't, when I find out a good way to watch Gundam, I'll watch Gundam and listen to that podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's fun. That those are the network plugs. We should also say uh, before we get into personal plugs that. This is one of the rare occurrences where we have worked out what we wanted to do throughout the month ahead of time. Yeah. So we should probably give tell people what to do uh, for the next few episodes. Next episode, we are talking about Bound, <gasps> which is the Wachowski film. Uh, it's very gay and it's very <laughs> horny, but it is very good. So if you can stomach... Uh, 
that's a, that was a bad way to phrase that. That was a weird way to phrase that. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to watch gay lesbians have sex, uh, that's also a bad way to phrase that. I don't know. It's a Wait. good movie. Watch it. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Everyone knows what you're trying to say. They should know us if they listen to this point. <laughs> it has, it's got the sex in it. Yeah. If you don't want to watch the sex, I'm sorry, but that's a lot of that movie. And we're gonna talk about it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and then so that's Bound. Uh, and then for Halloween, how is this movie pronounced? Is it just wreck? Yeah. Did I just say wreck? That sounds wrong. No, you're good. That's it's, okay. Yeah. It's, we're watching a horror movie. It's called art wreck REC. It's like, it's like they're, they're filming stuff. The, that's why it's called wreck. It's in a hotel. It's we're watching the Spanish one, not the remake, the American remake, we're watching the original. Are so, we? I would prefer that. I think the remake's really bad. Okay. The one from like oh, it, seven, oh, 03, I think, is the one that we're watching. Is it? When is when? it the 2007? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Okay. That's the right I was one. You're good. Sure, I was just making sure we're watching the right movie. Yeah, you're good. Okay, cool. Yep. Okay. I don't even think uh, the, the remake is called Wreck. I think it's called something else, I think. Okay. That makes it less confusing mm-hmm. now. Gotcha. Okay. So we're watching those two. Uh, we'll have guests on for those. And by guests, I mean my friends. Right, uh, let's be honest. But yeah, Jen should be on the next one. And then I asked Shannon if she wanted to do a horror thing. So I'll just be on for Wreck. Um, but she's hard to get a hold of now. She's got that H-Bomber guy money. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, no, look forward to those podcasts. They should be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited about planning things ahead of time for sure. We should do that more often because we're a podcast that fucking watches a thing and talks about it. That's kind of the whole thing. And we're very bad <laughs> at actually trying to do this. I think we can keep it more consistent. Like, if we, at the top of the month, plan the month, then we'll be good. Yeah. But, uh, but that is not for the end of this podcast. Yeah. This, <laughs> that's for after the podcast. Yeah. Where, where can people find you, Alan, as I take over hosting duties to end this podcast? Please do. You can find me on Twitter over at Alan Ibrahim, spelled A-L-L-E-N-I-B-R-A-H-I-M. And you can also find me on another podcast about television. It's called Chats, a television podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. We're doing Avatar, and we have a really bad show planned for the next one. Oh my god, I can't believe we're going to do that! Yep, oh. we haven't announced it yet. Please don't tell anyone. <laughs> it's very bad. I yep. am excited, but it's very bad. Yes, but it's going to be I can't very wait. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right, where are you? You can find me at Talk Detective. I post about politics and shit, and also I should post. And also I, I don't know, I link people to stuff that I've written uh, because I like to write, and I'm, I'm writing that. I'm writing stuff for internship. Uh, so, yeah, I'm doing stuff. I'm writing. Um, I'm... I'm out there. I don't know. It's my Twitter. Go find it. It's fine. Whatever. It's a very good Twitter. <laughs> I sold myself really well there. No, I, but yeah, I'll sell you. my Twitter is good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do that. Go out there. Live your best life. Don't steal cars. <laughs> B- buy some sushi and pay for it. Yes, please. Do both of those things. Um, you which... need to end the show now. Okay. All right. I got this. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Fireside Friends. Good luck out there. And don't forget to take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. Bye.